0: To learn more about us, you can check us out at johumc.org or any of our social media platforms by searching Journey of Hope. And now, here is this week's message.
1: The scripture reading this morning... Most passages come from the New Testament, and they're concerned with God's love versus human love. And please remember or be reminded that the Greek had several words for love. Um, And further, look for that each passage contains a command. If you are able, would you please rise for the reading of the Scripture? The first Scripture comes from 1 John 4, 17 through 21, and this is John the Apostle, and this is part of the general letters in the New Testament. This is how love is made complete among us, so that we will have confidence in on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love. But perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love God their brother and sister. The second reading is from Galatians 5, 13 through 18. This is written by Paul. Now, by the way, the Galatians were Gauls, and they were a community in the central part of Turkey. And also, this was considered Luther's book, Martin Luther's book, because he relied on it very strongly. Life by the Spirit, and also notice in his passage, the great commandment. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love, For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not Gratify the desires of the flesh, for the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and a spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now, may God bless this reading. Hearing and understanding got of his word.
2: You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. And the dolls must really go for you. Can you teach me that? got <laughs> Golly, Bob, at it. Oh, shut up. You know, in a couple of days, everything will be just a the was. They'll see. They'll see. I'm still Annie's favorite toy. Say there, lizard and stretchy dog. Let me show you something. It looks as though I've been it into your culture. Your chief, Andy, inscribed his name on me. Wow! With permanent ink, too!
0: Now, you gotta promise to take good care of these guys. They mean a lot to me. Buddy?
2: Why am I alive? <gasps> you are a toy. Jesse! Buzz, boat, Rex, Potato Head. Hey, watch it! Oh, Sheriff Woody, always coming to the rescue. You gotta me,
0: yeah. <laughs> you got. Yes. Hey. It, so in 1995, that sounds strange to say that. But in 1995, Pixar Studios did something that had never been done before. They created the first entire, entirely computer-animated full-length film, Toy Story. It's a story about some unusual characters like a cowboy doll Woody, a space ranger Buzz, a T-Rex, and some familiar toys like a speak-and-spell, a piggy bank, and Mr. Potato Head. There are also many others who who play prominent roles in this movie franchise, but the ones in the background are the actual humans. When the humans leave the room, the toys come to life. When they do, we find out that they are not that much different from you and I with feelings and situations that need life's decisions. These characters provide a foundation for the next four weeks for us. We're going to journey through these four installments of Toy Story and find out how this story can influence our lives and our understanding of the gospel message. And so here comes the gospel according to Toy Story. Will you pray with me? Gracious and almighty God, God, we come striving to hear your word. And so God, I ask that that the words that I speak would no longer be my own, but your words, your words and your message for your people. In Jesus' name, Amen, <clears throat> so the first few opening scenes uh, of this first installment of Toy Story lay the foundation for a big problem that many people have. It's part of I think the human condition, and it's one that 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 we seem to not be able to get away from. It's probably why Hollywood finds an easy way of writing stories about it. You see, I'm talking about the feelings of insecurity of inadequacy and and this fear of rejection. His theme is portrayed in the beginning of our movie today. And so here's the introduction of Buzz Lightyear to all the toys in Andy's room. So go ahead and show that first clip.
2: Buzz Lightyear mission log started 4072. My ship has run off course en route to sector 12. I've crash landed on a strange planet. The impact must have awoken me from hypersleep. Rain seems a bit unstable. No readout yet if the air is breathable. And there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? Oh, yeah! Ah! Whoa! Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Did I frighten you? Didn't mean to. Sorry. Howdy. My name is Woody, and this is Andy's room. That's all I wanted to say. And also, there has been a bit of a mix-up. This is my spot see the bed here local law enforcement it's about time you got here i'm buzz lightyear space ranger universe protection unit my ship has crash landed here by mistake yes it is a mistake because you see the bed here is my spot (gasps) watch yourself
1: (laughs) who goes there don't shoot it's
2: okay friends do you know these life forms yes they're
0: andy's toys
2: all right everyone you're clear to come up i am buzz lightyear I come in peace.
0: Oh, I'm so glad you're not a dinosaur. Well, uh, where are you from? Singapore? Hong Kong? Well,
2: no. Actually, I, I'm I'm stationed up in the Gamma Quadrant of Sector 4. As a member of the elite universe protection unit of the Space Ranger Corps, I protect the galaxy from the threat of invasion from the evil Emperor Zerg, sworn enemy of the Galactic Alliance. Oh, really? I'm from play school. And I'm from Mattel. Well, I'm not really from Mattel. I'm actually from a smaller company that was purchased in a leveraged buyout. Well, I don't. Really you think they've never seen a new toy before? Well, sure. Look at him. He's got more gadgets on him than a Swiss Army knife.
0: <laughs> you see, Buzz is actually one of Andy's birthday presents that year, and even the rest of the toys were feeling feeling restless. Even Rex, the T Rex, offers light on how everyone is feeling when he says, I'm so glad you're not a dinosaur. But I think we need to notice that Woody is the one who is really feeling insecure. There's a new toy in Andy's room, and worse yet, it's a new toy that is sitting on Andy's bed. That's Woody's spot. There's even a comment by another toy before this clip that was asking Woody if he was being replaced. Maybe you can put yourself in, in Woody's boots. Have you ever felt like this? Maybe, maybe it was at work or in a relationship or maybe here at church, you, you felt like somebody new was coming in to take over and you were on your way out. Woody's feelings of being replaced come, come out in the way he acts, especially towards Buzz. He wants to put him down, try to elevate himself by pointing out all the flaws of this new member of Andy's toys, including one big way. And there's another clip I want to show you of, uh, of some of the, the ways that Woody is trying to get back at Buzz. So go ahead and go to that second one. Uh,
2: Mr. Light here. Uh, now, I'm curious. What does a space ranger actually do? He's not a space ranger. He doesn't fight evil or or shoot lasers or fly. Excuse me. Oh, impressive wingspan. Very good. Oh, what? What? These are plastic. He can't fly. They are a pterillium carbonic alloy, and I can fly. No, you can't. (laughs) Yes, I can You can't. Can't, can't, can't! Can. I can tell you, I could fly around this room with my eyes closed. OK, then, Mr.
1: Lightbeer, prove it.
2: All right, then I will. Stand back, everyone. To infinity and beyond!
0: Well, we can certainly all say that Buzz does not actually fly. He certainly can fall with style, right? (laughs) It gives the rest of the toys, though, the impression that he can fly, and this makes Woody feel even worse. Everyone else is excited about this new toy, except Woody, Sometimes these feelings of inadequacy manifest themselves within fear. The fear of rejection or the fear of not being loved, you, you certainly might be feeling that today. Or you can certainly remember a time in your life when you did feel that way. Kids will, will feel this way when, when a new brother or a new sister comes along. Mom and dad have a, have a new focus, and it isn't on them. This is the time uh, when some different behaviors can sometimes come in. This also happens within friend circles. During uh, times at school or work, a certain group of friends gather and and they form bonds and grow in their relationships. But then a new student arrives or a new employee is hired and, and then they join the group. And the dynamic changes and some feel like they're getting left behind or like they don't matter anymore. There have been many times in my job with a rental business where I felt like I might have been being replaced. I thought that the new employee was going to be the boss's favorite and, and that I would be kicked to the curb. See, in the business world, some will face their insecurities by hiring people that are less than they are. They want to surround themselves with people who don't really do the job as well as they do. Maybe they just need that job security for themselves. As a pastor, have, I've heard different clergy colleagues and, and some will want to bring in guest preachers that are they're not as good as they are or seem to be as good as they are. They, they don't want to be shown up in their own pulpit. Their insecurities determine who they, who they want to preach in their absence. While others will say that you always bring in the best guest preachers. It's similar to wanting to surround yourself with people who are better than you at your job. I want to be surrounded by the best. It only keeps the kingdom growing by offering God our very best. So if our main theme of today and some feel like they're getting left behind or like they don't matter anymore. There have been many times in my job with the rental business where I felt like I might have been being replaced. I thought that the new employee was going to be the boss's favorite and and that I would be kicked to the curb. See, in the business world, some will face their insecurities by hiring people that are less than they are. They want to surround themselves with people who don't, Don't really do the job as well as they do. Maybe they just need that job security for themselves. As a pastor, I've I've heard different clergy colleagues, and, and some will want to bring in guest preachers that are they're not as good as they are, or seem to be as good as they are. They they don't want to be shown up in their own pulpit. Their insecurities determine who they who they want to preach in their absence. While others will say that you always bring in the best guest preachers. It's so similar to wanting to surround yourself with people who are better than you at your job. I want to be surrounded by the best. It only keeps the kingdom growing by offering God our very best. So if our main theme of today is our insecurities, how do we overcome them? There are certainly good ways and, and bad ways of, of overcoming these insecurities or eliminating them from our life. Some who are insecure in who they are become people pleasers. They want to hide behind the insecurity by trying to please everyone that they possibly can. They feel bad when, when people don't accept them or love them for who they are, so they go out of their way to earn the love and the acceptance. Many times to the detriment of their own personal health. Another way is by bragging or by boasting about themselves. People worry that that others will find out that they really feel that they're not good enough. So they overcompensate by telling stories about themselves. Now these might be true, they might not be. It could also be stretching the truth just a little bit about their past accomplishments or their, their, their lives. However, other ways can be more hurtful. Some will actually resort to hurting others. This might be through mean comments or through, through backbiting or criticizing or maybe even celebrating when people fail. But it also can be physical pain. Pain. It's a way to make others look bad so that you can look better. Woody initially comes up with a plan to eliminate the insecurity with this new toy, Buzz Lightyear. Uh, and so here's, here's one of the ways that, uh, that Woody tries to get rid of Buzz. Buzz. Buzz
2: Lightyear! Buzz Lightyear, thank goodness! We've got trouble! Trouble? Where? Down there! Just down there! A helpless toy it's He's trapped, Buzz! Then we've no time to lose!
0: woody just meant to push buzz behind some furniture in that clip something more drastic happens buzz gets shoved out the window which begins a series of adventures it begins when the rest of the toys banish woody for his cruelty to buzz woody resorts to violence in order to remove the threat of buzz Now, while we might think this is a new concept to remove threats, it doesn't take long to realize that this has been happening since the dawn of time. You might might remember these two sons, Cain and Abel. One felt like his offering should have been accepted and decided to take it out on his brother, killing him with a stone. David, King David, had Uriah killed to eliminate a threat to his relationship with Bathsheba. And I don't have enough time to tell you all the stories about the kings who had issues with their self image and their insecurities throughout Scripture. But there's one more that I want to mention. It wasn't just one person, but a whole group. The religious leaders of Jesus' time were certainly insecure about this man named Jesus who was challenging them and also gathering a really large following. They decided that this threat to their way of life needed to be eliminated and they had him crucified. These are certainly unhealthy ways to overcome our insecurities, but, but are there any good ways? It's like, great, Pastor Jared, you're telling us all the bad ways, the things that we shouldn't do. What are the good ways? What are the ways we should overcome our insecurities? And so I just want to mention two for you this morning. First, Jesus taught about love. Love God, love your neighbor, love yourself. However, included in that neighbor part is loving our enemies. We need to love them. We don't necessarily have to like them, but we are commanded to love them. Now, this love is is not the romantic or the family love. But love is a verb. This kind of love requires action. We need to be kind, to show compassion, to care for people, even our enemies. Our passage from 1 John that that Doug read for us today uh, says that within this love, there is no fear. Perfect love casts out fear. Fear of rejection vanishes, fear of insecurity disappears, fear of not being loved is replaced by actual love. But there's something strange that happens when we practice loving our enemies, our relationships change. Woody notices something when he changes his heart towards Buzz, and so I've got one more clip to show you here.
2: Calling Buzz Lightyear. Come in, Buzz Lightyear! This is Star Command! Buzz Star Command. Do you read me? Buzz Lightyear responding! Read you loud and clear! Buzz Lightyear! Planet Earth needs your help! On the way! Buzz Lightyear! The world's greatest superhero, now the world's greatest toy! An a And best of all, high pressure space wings! To infinity and beyond! Not a flying toy. Get your Buzz Lightyear action figure and save a galaxy yeah, near yeah. you! Buzz, Buzz
1: Lightyear!
0: available
2: at all Al's Toy Town outlets in the train county area. Out among the stars get over here and see if you can get this toolbox off me. Oh, come on, Buzz. I Buzz, I can't do this without you. I need your help. can't help anyone you were right all along i'm not a space ranger i'm just a toy a stupid little insignificant toy whoa hey wait a minute being a toy is a lot better than being a a space ranger yeah right no it is look over in that house is a kid who thinks you are the greatest and it's not because you're a space ranger pal it's because you're a toy you are his toy but why would andy want Why would
0: Andy want you?
2: Look at you. You're a Buzz Lightyear.
0: Woody's heart changes when he sees Buzz for who he really is. His heart changes and is no longer insecure of Buzz. A relationship begins to form between the two. And so we need to eliminate our insecurities with love. We love because God first loved us. Love is one way to eliminate all of those feelings. The other way I want to share with you is is making sure that we find our security in God. When we base our identity in who we are as children of God, we begin to find a secure image of ourselves. We need to know and recognize our sacred worth. We all have this worth as we hear that, that God knew us before we were even born. God formed us in our mother's womb, and loved us from the beginning of time. Our value comes from God. It doesn't come from having the nicest home or car. It doesn't come from having the most prestigious job or the the best positions in the church. It doesn't come from how much money we have or who our spouse is. Our value comes from who we are in Christ Jesus. This past Wednesday, we shared uh, during Pathways Worship about a song And that song was You Say by Lauren Daigle. It was a song meant to be a reminder for her that while the world tells her that she doesn't matter, God has a different view. It's a reminder that when she thinks she is weak, God tells her that she is strong. It is that voice of truth, the one that tells us of our sacred worth. It tells us that we are loved no matter what we have done or what we will do. God still loves us. God still loves you. God desires to be in this relationship with you. God shows his love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So when you notice those feelings of inadequacy, of of insecurity, this fear of rejection, remember that you can overcome those feelings, but not in the unhealthy ways. Rest in the knowledge of who you are and whose you are. Know that you are a beloved child of God. And the God, a God who loves you so much that he would give his only son that you would have everlasting life. And then love. Love all of those around you. Love those within this community. Love those in this world. Just love them. And I'm sure that you will begin to notice a change, maybe not in the way they respond to you, but in, certainly in the way that you feel towards them relationships change when we love our enemies will you pray with me loving God you have loved us from the very beginning and you give us this message of of hope grace and love and you tell us that we have sacred worth and God I know that there are times when we struggle with that and so God I ask that that you would speak to our hearts that you would apply that balm onto our souls, that balm of healing, that balm of, of knowing that we are your beloved children. God, tell us once again how much you love us and how much you care for us. Eliminate all of those insecurities and those fears so that we can truly live into the life that you have called us to. And all this we ask. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to invite you to stand as you are able and and join in our closing hymn, There is a Balm. Now, as you get ready to go forth from this place, I encourage you to stop by the, the fellowship hall, the community room afterwards and, and enjoy some fellowship time and some coffee and some snacks and, and just share some conversations with each other. But also go forth knowing that, that God calls us to re- reconcile our relationships. He calls us to, to overcome our insecurities by, by loving and by sharing that love with all of those around us. So now go knowing that the love of God, the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit goes with you. And it goes with you always. Amen.